Welcome to the Queen of Hearts podcast, your destination to help you create more confidence, more clarity, and more connection in all areas of your life and relationships. I'm your host, Amy Martin. Thank you so much for tuning in, and let's begin. Hello, hello. It has been a minute since I've uploaded a new episode and I'm really excited to be here to talk to you guys a little bit about creativity, to talk about burnout, to talk about how to get back into your creative flow if you have gone through a period of time like I did where I felt like I just did not want to talk to anybody. I did not want to be online. I did not even want to be on phone calls um you know with even my best friends who i love dearly i just felt like i completely wanted to shut down and there were times in my life that i think that because this feeling would have been so heavy it would have been you know i would have categorized it in my mind as depression um and one of the one of my favorite definitions of depression that I've heard, which isn't necessarily a clinical uh, definition, um, because I think, you know, if you are really, really suffering, um, it's so important that you go and you see someone who can uh, help you through it. But one thing that I remember hearing that I think is so true, and I think is a, is true for a lot of people, is depression being a need for deep rest uh and you know allowing yourself to take time to just rest and to build your energy up again because especially in the type of society that we live in it can be really easy to just get uh you know to to feel like you need to be productive, to feel like you need to keep pushing forward, even when it feels terrible to do so because there's a fear of like backsliding or, you know, not being able to survive or uh, a number of different things. So I wanted to share a story of how for me, um, I have finally come out of that feeling of deep rest, which I felt like was really necessary, uh, what helped me, and also how uh, being creative again has come to me and how um, how I am uh, expressing that. And hopefully it will help you if you are going through something similar or if you've recently gone through something similar and you feel, uh, maybe you feel alone and maybe you feel like other people don't go through these things. You know, we all definitely do go through these things, even if we don't necessarily talk about them uh, publicly. So, and sometimes not even with our own friends, the people that we trust the most, because, excuse me, (laughs) for a number, you know, of different reasons, maybe feeling like, you don't want to impose on them or that maybe they wouldn't quite understand because they're in a different stage in their life. And these are all things that I have felt. And uh, I just want to encourage you 
um, and offer my own experience um, and insight in hopes that uh, it will help. So I was, I was going through some things just personally and feeling with, uh, with my business, with um, my coaching, with, uh, you can lump it into career or job, I guess, where I felt like things were not exactly reflective of who I really am inside and what it is that I want to share with people, but I didn't really know what to do. It felt like I was just trying so many different things and nothing was clicking and it felt like I was just banging my head against the wall. And one of the things that I would tell my own clients um, is, and even friends, you know, when we would just have conversations, is when you bang your head against the wall, you know, sometimes you don't realize that if you just take a step back, literally step back from the door and stop banging your head against the wall, you look down and you notice that there's been a doorknob there the entire time. And I think that's so much how um, creativity really works because that part of us that wants to push forward and push forward and push forward, that's that masculine part of us, right? Inside of us, because we have the masculine, we have the feminine. It's that part of us that wants to push through and break through and um, break free, but it doesn't happen. And it's super, super frustrating. And sometimes perseverance is really important, really imperative. But sometimes it's being able to go, you know what, like doing the same thing over and over again is not really making a difference. So let me go ahead and let me try something different. Let me tap into that feminine part of me, which is the rest, which is the, you know, uh, play, which is the, um, the part of us that is more of a going with the flow as opposed to trying to push through. And that can be really, really hard. And I felt like that was really hard for me because I'm like, okay, well, you know, I have to make a living. I have to, you know, progress. I have to, I have to. And there's all these have to's that I had in my mind when in reality, clinging on to something really tight. And the visual that I like is, and I might've mentioned it on this podcast before, but it's the visual of having a rope and you're holding onto this rope so tight that it's burning your hands because you're trying to pull on it or, you know, trying to just make it do what you want so much that you're getting rope burn on your hands and this can apply to so many different aspects of life, whether it's your career or whether it's your relationships um, and even your health in some ways. It's like you're trying to just control it so much that it's causing you so much pain. And that's how I felt like I felt like I was getting internal rug burn. And so what I did was, you know, I was like I consciously had to make the decision to just take a rest and to just stop and doing nothing can be so terrifying 
because it almost feels like you're a shark where if you stop swimming, you're going to drown. But that's not how it works. It do- it's not how it works with creativity and it's not how creativity works in conjunction with productivity. So one of the things that I see as being problematic, especially in our society, is like there is a tendency to value productivity where there isn't so much of a value on on rest and it's almost like there's this expectation that if you are a creative person that that is something that should just come out on demand but again it's not how creativity works creativity is something that springs up um in in two ways one it's in the absence of so much clutter right in your mind. And so that's why sometimes being quote unquote bored can be one of the best ways to facilitate creativity or to spark creativity. Um, But the other thing is taking action, right? You don't want to just always be in your head. um, Or when I say be in your head, I mean like doing nothing, um, which can then lead to being in your head. It can spark creativity. But then if you just keep if you just don't take action, that creativity can spin into like a neurosis, right? So it becomes really important to have that balance of both where you're taking a rest and then you will know intuitively when you've had enough so that you can then go and take action on these ideas and these um, nudges that you get from the inside, which is like, I felt that recently I was like oh you know I really want to talk about I really want to record a a podcast episode again and I really want to connect with people again whereas you know even a month ago month and a half ago I was completely shut down and I did not want to have any interaction with anyone and it's easy to start thinking that that is going to last forever that this is going to be the way that it always is but that's not necessarily true it's not going to last forever it's not permanent right you have to allow yourself and i mean i say have to but i would encourage you you don't have to do anything but i would encourage you you know if you feel that way if you feel burnout if you feel like you're not feeling creative you don't want to talk to people right, then allow yourself that space. Because having that space will create a a vacuum to be filled with creativity. But, you know, it's like having a bowl of, of soup. If the soup, you know, if you always have this bowl, and it's completely full of soup, you can't add more soup, right? If you do, it'll just overflow. And it makes a mess everywhere. That's like your emotions, they, they, they make a mess everywhere. Um, and, and that's not a bad thing, right? But it can feel very daunting. So talking a little bit, cause I wanted to talk about, um, you know, coming out of that feeling and, and it started with taking that space, allowing my space, allowing myself to have some space and even having conversations with my friends and saying, and it, this was so hard for me to do because I'm such a connector. I'm such a feeler. I love connecting with people. Um, you know, that's just my personality. 
and being able to ask for time away and going, you know, I love you. And I, I, this is not personal. I just feel like I really need some time and space away. And it was so hard to ask for that or to even not even it's, it's a mixture of asking, but you've already made the decision, right? Like this is what I need and being able to speak, speak my needs honestly was terrifying because deep down there's that fear of like oh man what if I what if I come off as offensive or that I don't care about them and those are the deep the deep fears that oh what if this causes a rift in our relationship and the the great thing about having relationships where there's mutual love and respect there is that they understand is that when you have two mature people in a relationship or in a friendship there is an acceptance and an understanding and a love and respect that says yeah I understand and I know that this isn't about me I know that this is about you needing time to process whatever it is that you know you're going through and when you have that security in your relationship you are able to be free to grow and to rest and to explore things on your own and it really showed me even more so than I already knew the value of the friendships that I have and the relationships that I have because I was you know I was given that gift of of freedom and understanding so first I took some of that time off and I really spent that time just honestly doing a lot of nothing doing a lot of nothing in terms of things that required my thoughts and my emotions like being emotionally invested in things like with my business um feeling so emotionally involved can be very draining and I was very drained and so I took that energy and I started putting it toward um just just doing things and one of the things that I really got into uh was thrifting and flipping and that's something that my brother um and sister and my mom everyone has been really into and they're like you should do it too and I was like I'm good I'm working on my other stuff and they kept saying you know I think it would be really great for you and um and so I was like eventually I started just driving my mom and my sister you know we would go um like into the city and uh and doing that together was like a really fun feeling of like connection in a different way where it wasn't like heavy conversations it wasn't anything it was just doing things together and that felt really good it felt like I was exploring something that I'd never explored before and I was like oh you know at first I was just watching them but let me start and try and do some of this stuff too and so I did and I I found it to be very fun you know you make some extra money and it's 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 a great way to be able to it was a great way for me to be able to just get my mind off of things um and you know financially it's a great it's a great side hustle to have and to be able to utilize um if you're in a position which i know a lot of people are especially with the pandemic 
And that's so weird to say, especially in the pandemic. Like, that sounds so surreal to say that. But, you know, especially in the situation that we are in now, to provide a little bit more security, um, there are so many different things side hustle-wise that you can do even if you are... um, you know, even if you are employed or unemployed or have your own business or are a freelancer or someone who gigs, like, it's such a great way to be able to do that. And I wouldn't have discovered that if I hadn't just allowed myself to let go of that rigid idea of, you know, well, I just do one thing and I'm so focused on that, but I won't allow myself to, you know, to to try other stuff. So that was really, really fun and something that I've been enjoying and has been, you know, a lucrative, great thing to do. And so as I was doing that, it just started building up my curiosity and my sense of security again, my sense of, um, you know, there are more things. I don't want to go too deep into it because it'll it'll make this podcast super long. Um, But there were so many great things that that provided and then uh and then as i was doing that and as i was exploring more as i was starting to allow myself to be open again to people and talking to people and connecting with people and this is this took me at least i mean a month and i at least a month if not a month and a half of just you know of 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 taking my space um and I wasn't really necessarily like heavily journaling or anything like that, which is something that I recommend a lot to people. But I'm also someone who has spent so much time journaling. I've spent so much time doing a lot of different things that I just needed silence. <laughs> I just needed silence uh, from myself. And, you know, and, and that was able to create this vacuum like I was talking about where you have this... Um, you know, you have a lot of space and, and, and that lasts for however long you need it to last. And then, and then I started becoming open again, like I said, to connecting with others. And I started doing that, which brought back my desire to, you know, start being active again. And it started bringing, um, just all these cool, like, fringe benefits right and so one of my friends uh, shout out to Yumi who I love she had messaged me one day and asked me um, there's a, a planner that she had uh, that she had got and she told me that she had got me one too and I was like oh my gosh like you didn't have to do that and we went back and forth for a while and Anyway, she she sent me this planner, and it's called the Passion Planner, um, and I've tried a number of different uh, planners in my life, um, but this one has been really really cool. And I sat down and um, and I took some time and wrote out, you know, just allowed myself to dream again and allowed myself to not be constrained with what it is that I thought that I needed to be doing to push myself forward. And instead, allowed myself to explore like infinite possibilities of like what could be. And that's one of those keys to creativity is when you allow yourself to tap into infinite possibility, no matter how impossible it may seem, 
it, it, it opens you to the ladder, to the steps that it would take to potentially not even necessarily get to you to the impossible dream, even though it's also doing that. But it's like it adds steps to the journey that allow things to be really fun. So to give you an example, you know, I've been thinking of a, a bunch of different um, topics and workshops and things that, you know, I I want to share and I want to teach and topics and all sorts of different things. And one of the things that I thought about was my love for food and how I am not a great, uh, you know, I'm no chef by any means, but I think I'm a decent home cook and I love sharing, you know, the food that I love to eat and the food that I love to make and that in combination with it being healthy and just thinking about all of these different ideas, which then led me to um, take my book or my books off of the, my cookbooks off of the bookshelf and start exploring like, you know, layouts of, of the, of the cookbooks and, and it sparked so many different ideas of things, which uh, awesome things that I'm really excited to share soon. Um, but the point being like that rest allowed me time to create space, which allowed me time to, to take away the things that I, I didn't love that of what I was doing and really pinpoint the things that I did miss in the end, which was connecting and being playful and creative and being able to pursue things with joy. Those were all things that I was like, wow, you know, I really want to tap into these things again. And by starting to connect with friends and, um, you know, in, in my different relationships, that sparked, you know, randomly my friend sending me a planner, which then, you know, had me write out all these ideas, which then had me take out my cookbooks, which then led me to being in my kitchen the other day making blueberry muffins because I saw a picture of these blueberry muffins that look so good. And I, and it's really interesting because even within making the blueberry muffins, I had all of these different moments where I had these little lessons that I was like, wow, I would really want to share these lessons with, um, you know, listeners of the podcast. And so it's so crazy how, you know, just by simply allowing yourself, allowing myself that space just sparked all of these different things um, by just allowing instead of trying to force so one of the things with the blueberry muffins or a couple of things that I wanted to share that I just thought were so interesting and fascinating was so I was I was like I'm going to go into this and I'm not going to have like an agenda and I just want to enjoy the process of making these muffins. So I fortunately I had like all of the different ingredients that I needed. Not everything was quote unquote perfect, right? So for instance, in the cookbook, it said fresh blueberries, 
well, I only had frozen blueberries. And it's so crazy because when I get into the place where I'm feeling really wound up, I'm like, well, I don't have everything perfect, so I'm not going to start or do anything until like I have everything exactly as it needs to be. But something as simple as going, you know what, screw it, I'll just thaw the blueberries and they'll be as good as fresh. (laughs) And, you know, looking for my muffin tins, I could not find my muffin tins and uh, or my family's muffin tins and I was like I know that there are some here and I cannot find them and uh, as I was looking for them I my dad came into the kitchen and he was like he was like I told him I was looking for the muffin tins and I couldn't find them and my dad just started looking everywhere he started looking everywhere with me and he even like went down to the garage and he comes back and he just sees that I'm distraught about not having these muffin tins because I'm like, how am I going to make muffins without the muffin tins? And I said to him, I could make a muffin cake, but it's just not the same. And he's like, yeah, it's just not the same. And I thought about how, you know, so he says he said to me, he was like, he said that he would go to the store and that he would get me, he, he was going to get me some muffin tins. And it was just this real moment of I just I just I just laughed inside like with joy because it made me think about how I had learned about all of the different stages of development with men and all the things that I learned last year about men and um and, and, and the things that they go through. And there are different stages and they're categorized by um uh like medieval like titles so there's like page knight uh prince king um elder right and and this is all stuff that uh i learned from an amazing amazing woman her name is Alison Armstrong but she's been studying men for like 30 years and she always makes a joke where she's like she says uh that anytime she tells a man she's been studying men for 30 years, they're like, <laughs> like, what'd you do after the first year? Like, we're, you know, we're so simple. And she always just laughs about that. And I, I think it's funny, too, um, because we're so different, right, men and women. Anyway, I'm going on a tangent. But my dad, in that moment, he was like, I, I realized, I was like, yeah, you know, my dad really is in that king phase because, or in the king stage, rather, because in the king stage, it's all about providing and, and what a king can provide to uh, the people in his kingdom. And I've talked before on some of my lives that I've done about how, how in the past, I was very much in a place where I was like, no, I'm good. I'm good. Like, I'm like, I can do it myself or like, I don't need it. I would reject that type of help. And what um, men especially would want to provide for me. But in that moment, I was like, I realized that, um, you know, as Allison talks about how to reject that, what they're trying to provide for for me, or what he would be trying to provide for me, would actually be taking something away from him, right? What brings him happiness um, is making others happy through what he, he can provide. And so it was just one of those, another moment, right? That just by making these blueberry muffins, I'm having these little realizations. And then 
I, we've, we've actually, my dad, he reaches up to one of the cabinets and he found the muffin tins. And I was like, yes, I was so happy. And, you know, I was telling him uh, how much I appreciated it. And, 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 and he seemed really happy too. Um, and so I, uh, I go to then put the, um, the muffin, you know, the muffins batter into the pans, but I need these, uh, liners, right. So that the muffins don't stick to the pans. And like, I couldn't find them anywhere. And I was like, oh my gosh, like how many obstacles am I going to have? But I stayed calm through everything. It's just those little moments of like, oh no, what am I going to do now? Which before I would just, it would just cause me to like, be like, oh, screw it. Or I would like shut down. So I, I was like, what am I going to do? I look everywhere. I can't find any. My mom's like helping me look too. I can't find any. And then, um, finally we have, I found that we had parchment paper and I was like, I think we can use, I can use parchment paper. So I took this parchment paper and I just cut it into these different squares and, uh, I looked up on YouTube how to make, you know, little cups out of parchment paper. And I ended up really liking the look of those even better than the parchment or even better than the actual cupcake liners. They look so rustic and it reminded me of being in LA and going into like, you know, trendy like bakeries or not. I mean, I don't know if they're trendy, they're cool to me, but very rustic and, and very homemade looking and just awesome. I mean, obviously they are homemade, right? But it was so, so cool. And so I, it was another, all these like mini lessons, right? And the funniest part was after I had these muffins in the oven, I went to get something from one of the drawers and lo and behold, there's a whole stack of cupcake liners or in and 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 our uh cupcake slash muffin liners and I was like oh my gosh of course right of course and those are the little moments that it just makes me feel like you know everything is happening for you even the things that frustrate you even the things that are just like ah like it, it, it can make you crazy by just actively participating and like choosing, choosing the, to reframe things, right? Like you can look at anything and think, man, everything is going against me. Or you can think, how is this working for me? And I think that in the past few years, really what has been so, such a, a, a big journey, um, in terms of lessons for me has been that has been how can i approach life from a place of ease of joy of connection of 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 seeing things as not even necessarily half full to like like the glass half full to like fool myself into thinking that things are positive but really, how can I look at things like like MacGyver would look at them? I don't know if you ever watched the show MacGyver when you were a kid. And I think they do did a reboot years later. But I never saw that version. But 
MacGyver was really able to take something, anything, and um, make it into a tool that would help him solve a problem or a mystery or, or whatever the dilemma was. And that's really how I've tried to look at things in my own life. And, and when I get into these slumps or I, I don't even know if I even look at it as a slump anymore. It's more so just a need to step back that, you know, knowing that that's okay and that it's not going to be the end of the world. It's not going to stay like this forever. Allow yourself to rest and, and in that time when your, your mind wants to tell you that it's going to last forever or that, you know, what my mind does, which is like, you know, you're worthless and things are never going to go your way. And, um, you know, my relationships with other people are never going to improve. And, you know, um, so many different things, right? Your, your mind will, will, will start attacking you, right? That, that, um, that lizard brain part of us that, uh, that funny enough is like trying to protect us, but just like makes us feel terrible, you know, but just going, you know what, I know that there is more beyond these feelings and accepting myself and allowing myself that time. Um, And also, you know, when I was starting to come out of it and starting to connect with my friends again, I realized how much I was trying to just do things on my own and feeling like, you know, everyone else feels, everyone else seems like they can just get through things without having to talk about them. And I feel like I am someone who just needs to talk about my feelings all of the time. And I would feel ashamed of those things. I would feel embarrassed that I felt like I, 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 needed, I needed that type of support and I needed that type of connection. But the truth is, is it's how I'm wired and it's how I'm made. And it's okay, you know, to, to lean on other people. And I, talk to my friends about these things and you know I'm like a lot of times I'm like well you know I'm a coach and 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 I need to be able to get through these things on my own and but but that's the thing it's like the truth is we all need we all need a support system and we all need to be able to vomit out that alien that sometimes lives inside of us right that is just just causing so much havoc and I sat and talked to one of my friends and, you know, I just, I felt like I was just literally vomiting out an alien and I, I talked about all of my insecurities and all of my fears and, and all of the things that I felt like were shortcomings. And I knew deep down that those things weren't true, that the horrible things that sometimes my mind would tell me, but just being able to actively talk about them, it it just provided so much relief. And she held the basket, so to speak, for me. She just held the basket. And, and this is a technique or a exercise rather um, than a technique, but it's, it's an exercise that I really encourage, especially women. Um, But you know, it's, it's useful for men too, 
it doesn't matter who who it is, but just somebody that you trust, whether it's a friend or if you have a therapist or if you have a coach or whoever it is, just being able to vomit out all of those those feelings. I swear afterward, I felt like I had, you know, I had lost 10 pounds. I felt so light. And even the night before, I had woken up like three times in the middle of the night. But after we had that conversation for the first time, you know, in a while, I was able to sleep through the night and I woke up feeling so refreshed because I was able to unload all of that heavy stuff that I had been carrying, you know, I needed the rest first, but then I needed to be able to express those things. And I think that a lot of people feel that way, but I think that so often because we live in such a society that is you know, that values independence, that we start thinking that we really need to be able to do those things on our own. But when we connect to each other, when we connect with each other, um, we realize, you know, it's that saying, man isn't an island, woman isn't, women aren't an island, right? And being able to connect provides so much relief. And that being able to expel a lot of that stuff also opened up so much space inside of me where I was like, okay, I feel, I feel good and I feel um, the desire to connect m- with more people and I feel the desire to put myself, you know, out there and share my creativity again. And I, it just, it opened up so much, so much space inside. So I'm, I'm so happy to be back and to be sharing this, uh, you know, these things with you. And I hope that in some way, if you identify with these things, um, that, you know, you feel some sort of relief also within yourself. I hope that you know that you're never alone. I hope that you know that if you're going through a time of either pushing or resting or a combination of both or not sure where you are, you know, that you know that you are loved, that you know that you're brave for going through these things that life isn't always easy, but you're facing it. And um, yeah, and and that things are never permanent, and they're always evolving. So thank you for joining me today. There are a lot of different uh, topics and a lot of meanderings that I went on. But I'm starting to realize and to accept, you know what, that's just how I tell stories. That's just how I share my experience. And it's not going to be linear like I've tried to force it to be. And I hope that you know that if, if you know, you have your own way of going about things, that it's okay to do that. And the people who appreciate that and who love that about you will love you uh, for that. And those are things that I'm always having to reassure myself about. So, And my friends reassure me about too. So I just wanted to pass that on to you. So again, thanks so much for joining me on this episode. And uh, if you have topics that you would love to have covered, things that you're going through that you want to share, I would love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram at Amy Martin Love. That's Amy with an I. And you can also find me on Facebook Messenger. You'll find me under Amy Martin. So I hope that you have an amazing rest of the day and I will see you on the next, the next episode. See you later. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. 
If you loved what you heard today, I would love it if you shared it with a friend. If you're looking for more content related to confidence and relationships, be sure to follow me on Instagram at Amy Martin Love, and I can't wait to connect with you in the next episode.